0: This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial
1: at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place.
2: Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff?
1: I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. I'm Griff. And I'm Will. And in today's episode, we have NBA Talk, MLB, NHL, and Soccer Talk. That's really all we got today. Will, are we ready? Yeah, let's do it.
0: With the third pick in the 2017 NBA draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum from Duke University. Hey! out of here?
1: all right guys welcome back uh we are starting off today's episode as always with our ndb wow good start griff we're starting off today's episode as always with our nba locks um will you got another dub which boosts you past 500 standing at 14 and 13 i took a tough l uh i am now 15 and 12 so one loss for me one win from you makes us even um So it's starting to get heated with a month left in the NBA season. That is why I'm taking a surefire bet, which is the Suns minus one over the 76ers. Uh, The 76ers are playing out without Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, um, Joel Embiid, (laughs) Um, (laughs) Seth Curry tonight. Uh, So Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Seth Curry are not playing for the 76ers tonight. And the Suns... Are missing out on their best player, Dario Sarik, uh tonight. So I think it's a surefire bet the Phoenix Suns are going to beat the Philadelphia 76ers. 100%. I
2: don't know. Like, it's just,
1: they're just winning the game. Literally, the 76ers aren't playing with anyone. They have no one. Yeah, no, they don't have anybody.
2: Um, my lock for this episode, I got the Warriors minus two over the Wizards. Um, doesn't look like anyone's stopping Steph Curry. So. Might no, well. not
1: anytime soon. Might I well feel like
2: hop on the Steph Curry train before it will probably not end. But
1: I feel like these are like, those are the two blocks of the night. Like for sure, for sure. Mine, like, I like actually last, think that there's no chance. Like my last
2: episode was like an actual betters lock. I didn't even like, think like, about that, it, but one like was, that one
1: was a lock.
2: Yeah. Like that's like an actual lock. I did like, I wasn't even like trying to like do that. Like, I just like, that's just the only game.
1: That was like
2: and
1: you, just, and you just did it. Yeah. That was awesome. All right. So, anyways, that is our locks for the night. Moving on to Celtics talk. Uh, we took a tough loss to the Bulls, uh, 102 to 96. But Jason Tatum did have his first triple double of his career. Uh, he recorded 14 points, he had 13 rebounds and 10 assists. Uh, the weirdest part about Jason Tatum's triple double is that it wasn't a triple double until he got 10 points, which I would think he would get his points first because he's a scorer. So that was that was kind of weird. weird in my opinion. It was weird. I just like – that's not the way that I would have expected his first triple-double to come. Also, I thought if he got a triple-double, there's no way we lose a, a basketball game. And <laughs> yeah, like, of course. He proved us wrong. Yep. The first time he ever gets a triple-double, they lose.
2: I found it even, like, more crazier. Like, so he's dropped, like, 30-plus points. Oh shit, ton this year. Yeah. <laughs> None of those games were triple doubles.
1: None of them. He gets like a lot of rebounds though. Yeah, I feel like it's the assist. Yeah, that's that that's probably where
2: it's we're not he's not getting them from, which makes I guess it kind of makes sense. Like when he's going off, he's kind of just like the guy. Yeah, that's facts. So, the, the, he's not passing. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, I mean I he's also like, like
1: a he's a true power forward,
2: you know. Yeah. He's not, not really. A, a doesn't true, like true
1: power forward. Doesn't
2: like really need to like dish it because like every time he gets it, he's just in a position to score already.
1: Right. Yeah. No. He's oh, just he. A he score. would be.
2: Yeah, he'd be hurting the team if he just didn't take the shot in most. In most of the scenarios yeah, that he's in. That's
1: facts. But uh, yeah, no, I think the reason why we lost is the fact that he only had 14 points. But it's like you can't get mad when he also has 10 assists and 13 rebounds. Yeah, that kind of just like evens it out. So I'll probably also, just blame it weird. on Marcus Smart.
2: <laughs> it's kind of weird. We just lo- like it, I don't know, like the we just made a trade
1: with the Bulls and they got so much better. Yeah, but Daniel Tice didn't do anything. Which like I wouldn't really care to have. he had uh six points, he had five fouls and four assists and six rebounds.
2: Of course he had five fouls, probably didn't complain about a single one of them.
1: No, he probably you know, he probably didn't say a
2: word. <laughs> He probably, like, got hit in the face about 35,000 times and, like, broke a couple of noses. and
1: Something that played. I actually just – I just noticed that uh Peyton Pritchard started against the Bulls. So I guess Kemba wasn't playing. I didn't even know. But it was a back-to-back, so that makes a lot of sense. Pritchard had 14 so, points. Uh, JB had 23.
2: Who did we play the first game in the back-to-back? Can't even remember.
1: Oh, wait, maybe it wasn't a back-to-back. No, because Saturday we played the Warriors, and then Monday we played the Bulls. So, I guess Kemba just sat.
2: Okay, yeah, I was like, that's just, like, weird. If it was the back-to-back, I was wondering who we played the first game because I'd feel like we'd want Kemba
1: for the Bulls game. because like... The Bulls game, I feel like we match up against them good with Kemba. Yeah, that's yeah. facts. But, hey, you win some, you lose some. Uh, we got the Suns on Thursday. That'll be a tough battle along with the Nets, another tough battle, and the Hornets. Um, if we get two out of three of these, I like our chances.
2: Like I'd like general. two out of three. I can see. Um, I think honestly, I don't sure want to. I, yeah, I think the Hornets are surefire. They have to be.
1: Like, even if we don't beat the Hornets, there's no way we lose these three games in a row. Like, we have to beat at least one of these teams. And I, think, I do think it would be the Hornets. I think,
2: in order, like, if okay, so Hornets is already a dub. We can put a dub there. I think we have a better chance of beating the Nets, I want to say. If they because they don't they might not have KD when they definitely won't have Harden because I don't know, I don't actually understand what happened.
1: I think there's no chance they have KD either,
2: yeah. And then like the Suns, they're playing, they're going to be playing full strength until like literally the last week,
1: yeah, yeah, because they're playing for something still, they're playing against the Jazz, but like the Suns are good. I don't have, I don't know. I don't know how we match up against the Suns. I think we actually kind of match up pretty well against them.
2: We do because, like, because Aiden, I think is their only like big big man that they have yeah. that they can. And like... I mean,
1: we know their best two players are Chris Paul, who Marcus Smart will probably be attached to all night, and then Devin Booker will probably be guarded by uh, Jalen Brown all night, who's pretty good on defense. And then I don't know who on their side is going to be guarding uh, Tatum. So, if Tatum has yeah, a big I don't night. Know. I don't know who their, like, forwards are, like. That's that a great question. I don't like. I don't I don't don't like to hear weird too team. much of.
2: Yeah, they're a weird team. And I also don't understand. I don't know if you saw what happened yesterday with Harden. They just, like, ruled him out for, like, an extended period of time. I did see that. Yeah, that's. Weird. I'm, like, so confused. Like, he, like, hurt his hamstring, I guess. And then, like, I guess, like. He did nothing, and it said a lot worse than we thought it was. Like, how do you like? It's literally like I don't understand. Like, yeah, no. What, what, like what went wrong in 24 hours that made his hamstring so bad?
1: I mean, they know they're gonna make the playoffs, so like they're just kind of taking like a lot of caution on all their players right now. Oh yeah, I mean,
2: knowing that like pretty much they're a title favorite, so I wouldn't bother playing any of their yeah. top dogs at the moment, because they can still win. If they just have one of them, they're fine.
1: I don't even know if they'll be full strength for, like, round one. Like, if they get the one seed, like, they'll probably, like, have games where, like, Katie doesn't play in the first round, Harden doesn't play a game, like, Kyrie will probably – I think Kyrie will play all of them, but, like, I don't think Katie yeah. will play all four games in that sweep uh, of whoever they have to play. I think Kyrie, like, like,
2: sits out, like, game one. And yeah. if, like, if
1: Harden and KD are playing facts. Yeah, so, like, I don't know when we're actually going to see the Nets full strength. Like, we probably, like, round two, maybe round three. Like, but when it happens, I don't even, like, want to watch. Like, I just – do you actually think it's going to happen? Like, they're just going to be so nasty? Because, like, they have to be. There's no way they're not. Like – it's like still ridiculous
2: the fact that like we're talking about this as it's so like casual. Oh yeah, when they don't play, you know, like Harden could probably just come in or like KD, you know, no big deal. Yeah. Like that just is so ridiculous to me. Like it's they're too like, good to even play so at the same dry. time. It's just so dry. It makes the league very dry.
1: Yeah. I mean, they have so they're, they're starting lineup right now. Well, without James with James Harden, I'll say um Kyrie Harden and then Joe Harris they have it listed at the three with KD at the four and DeAndre Jordan at the five with Blake Griffin uh being the sixth man um but they also have Landry Shamet off the bench and then they also have Timothy Luawu Karabot or Cabaret sorry off the bench and they have Jeff Green off the bench
2: yeah so like they're they're set and also like like the super team thing. I didn't mean to say like when KD was on the Warriors with all of them, like this is a totally different scenario here.
1: This is like no uh, honestly, you, you like this is you can't even totally say different.
2: that you can't even say like Steph KD Clay Draymond are like the same as this at all. Yeah. Like you have Kyrie Harden and KD, they can all do the same thing.
1: Like you can't like James Harden is so much better than Clay Thompson. Like yeah. Clay is like a straight shooter, but like James but like, Harden can can create do a everything. shot off of literally anywhere, and that's the yeah, same. He's with more, Kyrie, he's more, he's more effective off the dribble
2: because yeah. like Clay can be effective off the dribble when he's the only guy there, but like yeah. he, I don't like on a night to night basis, that's it won't be thing. as effective as right. James Harden. Which is yeah, like no. it's still like mind blowing that this is like even this exists.
1: Yeah, because it's literally just having three of, like, the best ISO players in the league, other than Steph, who I would rank at number one. So, like, I'd say Steph is one, KD at full strength is two, James Harden three, and then Kyrie four. (laughs) And, like, three out of those top four are on the same team.
2: Yeah, the like essentially they're all they're all ranked like you could just put them almost at number one in every in like in their perspective position right like maybe 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 not exactly Kyrie because of Steph I think because of Steph like just just because of his ridiculous shooting ability makes him unfair I just
1: want to say yeah no not even at this point like we know his shooting ability but like just Steph in general, Steph is the best player in basketball right now. I don't care what anybody has been saying about Jokic being MVP, about Embiid being MVP. Like, Steph Curry is the best player in basketball right now. He, and he's there's putting in a
2: late bid to win an MVP right now. And There's literally like, nothing like, changing my mind. Like, Not honestly. A that,
1: yeah, I, I,
2: I think, like, I don't know if he's going to actually win it. I think, like, Embiid's going to get it.
1: Just because literally that's the reason
2: why they're good. Like that's literally the reason why they're
1: good. Exactly. But like if, if the NBA was actually going by the team's most valuable player, Steph Curry is by far the most valuable player on his team for like in the whole entire league. I mean, right now he's averaging 31 points per game and you've seen his stretch. He hasn't scored anything under 30 points like literally since like february yeah it's been which is insane. insane he has like every single time like when he played the celtics Could you try again? Siri, <laughs> stop
2: seriously when he played this
1: <laughs> when he played the celtics like he would throw up a shot and you would just know like steph is the only person on planet earth when it comes to basketball when he throws up a crazy ass shot and you still know what's going in. Like Steph is the only person that can do that.
2: And the thing is, like it, you know it is, because in his head, he's not like he's like, Oh shit, I probably shouldn't have done that afterwards. Yeah, no, like, like you know, he what, knows goddamn well he's like, doing it. He's like, you know what? If if that was a practice scenario, if some guy literally ran up to me and I had to turn around towards my opposite side of where I was going in the first place and literally huck a behind the back over-the-shoulder shot. I nine times out of ten. I could have a chance like, of making
1: that. I'm like gonna make that. Yeah, like he's insane. He's the best player in basketball right now. I don't care if he's six three and scrawny. I don't think any single defensive superstar could stop him right now.
2: Like you were like we like you see it every night, like he's like taking a step to the left, and like his foot is literally on the opposite side of the his defender's foot, and he's just pulling it right there, and it's going in like like, usually when you see a contested shot, it kind of hits the rim a little bit, maybe bounces around because, like, it's an awkward angle. His mm-hmm. is just, like, it just – it. there's no one there. You're literally, yeah. like – he's literally a glitch. Like,
1: literally a glitch. All right, well, we're about to count, count – count for me these games, okay? Because it's mm-hmm. been since – oh, wait, he didn't play that game. Um, It's been since counting games that he played – it's been since March 15th that he hasn't scored under 30 points. So March it's been 15th. over a month. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna list off like the amount of points he scored, just count every game, okay? So we okay. can know how many games. So on Monday, uh Philly, um, he scored 49 points. In that game, I told you I was scared of Steph in that game on the pod. Um against Boston, that's number two. He lost, but had 47 points. And then against Cleveland on April 15th, he had 33 in a win. Oklahoma City on the 14th, he had 42 in a win. Uh, Denver on the 12th, he had 53 in a win. Uh, Houston um, on the 10th, he had 38 in a win. And then he had 32 against Washington in a loss on the ninth and series going off again. He had 41 against Milwaukee on the sixth. Um, he had 37 against Atlanta. Um, and then he was hurt for a game or didn't play because the rest was back to back. But he had 36 against Miami. He had 32 against Chicago and then he got hurt. But the game before he got hurt, he had 27 points on March 15th. How many games was that?
2: Um, 11. You listed off, I think like 13 or 14 game stretch right there. And only one of them was a loss. So if you think about this, Right. So you go to Embiid right there a they're they're winning games. Right. But there's nights yeah. that he drops 30 points more than once. I can count more than once that he's yeah. dropped over 20, 20 to 35 points in a night and they have lost the game. No. Like if you win the game, that definitely boosts you as a person, as an MVP, because without mm-hmm. your 50 points, you lose the game. And or you know, what? we're 25. You lose the game.
1: We were actually talking about this when we started the pod with Luca in the bubble um, about his points and they were still losing like it's just dead points at that point like
2: it's the same thing like no offense to Bradley Beal but like you want to say him in like an MVP talk because like he carries that team, but like I can't say he carries the team if they're not winning.
1: If not, not his winning. fault, yeah. but, like, exactly. he's,
2: like, he's putting everything he's got out there. It's everyone right. else's.
1: Like, the, the um, Warriors are 500, but without Steph, I think they're – like, right now, I think they're at 28 and 28. Without Steph, I want to say they only have 15 wins. I want to say they might just be in the same spot that they were last year. Exactly. Maybe even worse because Steph is putting on, like, maybe the best numbers in his career. And, like, that's even crazy to say because we know how crazy Steph was um, with Clay and with all that, but now he's just by himself and he's just out there absolutely hooping. Like, comparing, like, what I said, how we were talking about Luca last year, how his points, like, don't translate into wins necessarily. Luca literally on Sunday had 37 points and they lost by 20 points.
2: I see, like, I don't want to, like, Like, no offense to him, but I see his team losing, but his highlight coming up every single night. Every single time.
1: Every single night, yeah.
2: Every single night. I mean, like, it's not his fault that they're promoting his, like, his stat line because, like, he literally
1: drops, like, 37 points a game and then, like, they lose. I mean, he's doing everything he can, but it's not translating the wins. I'm not – like, I'm not saying that the numbers that he's putting up – yeah, and I'm not saying that he's the reason that the team's losing because he's, like, taking so many shots. Like, that's not what I'm saying – I'm just saying that Steph is doing like everything, to make the team yeah. win, and the team's winning right now. They're like
2: playing well with each other because they were they were considering like Kelly Oubre is not really fitting in correctly, but I think like he actually just like is like in his right. in his own he's finding his role. Which yeah, I mean it's kind of tough to like say oh he doesn't fit in. It's literally been like one season he you got know, traded like twice. And, yeah, I know,
1: like, and then. I'm trying to think of other players that are like that. I mean, we've seen it with Giannis as well, because that's because he can't really do anything in the clutch just because it's kind of easier to stop an inside shot. And if you're down by two points and you need to hit a game winner, he's not your guy because he can't go hit a three. Um, But, I mean, Giannis' team also wins a lot of games. But, we, I mean, the past two games they've lost. Giannis has been the leading scorer. But, honestly, like Giannis – I, you can't really put them in that same conversation. It's really about the guards here.
2: Yeah. Like that, that brings up like the good point where like, if Giannis had a second person, like that, he was teamed up with that mm-hmm. team would be,
1: if not the best team in the league. Yeah, no, definitely. Like if, if he had another superstar.
2: Yeah. Like, I mean, everyone, like Which always, is it, I see, I see is it, all it all out place. of like, yeah. like, like if he joined like the warriors, let's say like somehow, right. Like imagine like Steph and Giannis on the same team. Like that's just ridiculous.
1: Right, yeah, no, and, like, that's not even, like, out of pocket of us to say. Like, that's not even, like, crazy of us to say because we've seen worse. Like, saying that Giannis could go somewhere, like, the Warriors or go to a team with another superstar, like, that's not a crazy thing to say because we've already seen it. I mean, we see it right now. with obviously, the Nats we see with the Lakers. Facts, like, duos are sick. More than, like, four people, like, that's a lot. Or, like, even three is kind of a lot when there was – When it was Steph Clay and KD, it was a lot. And right now with the Nets, that's a lot. But they like, once they have a full season next year, it's going to be crazy. I think everybody hated the Warriors that much because they were like the first team to do it. And it wasn't really anybody's fault on the Warriors other than Kevin Durant. So I don't know why people were like hating on the Warriors because I mean, you drafted Steph. You drafted Clay. You drafted Draymond. You drafted literally every single player they, they pretty built much that on team. that team. And then Kevin Durant just came after they were already good. So, like, why do you yeah. hate the Warriors for that?
2: There's, there's no reason to. And everyone always brings that back in the conversation. And, like, I also say, like, the year before they won, the year before they became very, very good, and I believe it was the year before they, like, literally won, they almost traded uh, Clay Thompson for Kevin Love that yep. year. Mm -hmm. which would have been insane. And then, two, also, um, I don't know how much of this to believe, but KD actually did say he wasn't really boys with anyone on that team. He just saw an opportunity to win, and he took it. Exactly. Which is, like, the logical, like, like when when I saw that move, like, I was pissed because I wanted him to come and sell things. Like, that would have been sick. But, like, that was the
1: logical move to make if you wanted to win. If you wanted to just go win and, like, get a free dub. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's – Yeah, that's why a lot of people hate Kevin Durant because it wasn't because, like, he wasn't even boys, like you said, with anybody on that team. Like, he was just going to get a dub, like an easy one. He didn't even have to do anything. Like, if he came to the – dude, if he came to the Cs, picture it. Like, if we got Kyrie, Kyrie would have stayed. We would have had Kyrie, Brown, Tatum, KD, and who even cares about a fifth player? And Marcus Smart off the bench. 20. Yeah, like that's like 20. We're, we're, we have 20 right now. Like, yeah, literally, dude, we, like, have 20. we are insane. But, like, I mean, what we're building with Tatum right now, I I know I say it all the time. I know I say it all the time. Jason Tatum, how old is he? 23. 19. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's 23 <laughs> years old, dude. He was born in 1998. Like, and he's <laughs> dropping. Years and he's dropping like 30 a game right now, like, I mean, hey, like, He's gonna be a fucking superstar, dude He's literally gonna be a superstar yeah, he's, Cause he's not yeah, even like, in his prime crazy. We
0: haven't
2: even seen him in his prime The best thing is, like, I mean I'm a little scarring as a Celtics fan But he does say he wants to, like, stay his whole career here Which is awesome to hear mm-hmm. Cause That's I always right. have this conversation with my friends Like, like with, like, Jalen Brown and- Yeah jt and i'm like if any like i like hope none of them go anywhere but i was like i have a feeling like if anyone were to move it would be jb because he's always in talks jb and i and and i never want to see him go because i think he like fits the role that he's playing in
1: here like literally the best literally perfectly so when they both hit their primes it's going to be crazy it's going to be insane and it's not even jb being in trade talks like around like the organization it's just like social media i feel like because like I bet like you go to the Celtics front office, they are not getting rid of those two people. Like no, no chance.
2: They're like I don't understand, like why can't we just label like like I don't understand how you label untouchables in the in like in like in like, in, like trades in front office? Like yeah. why can't like can teams just like not call me about them like ever? Like
1: so like yeah, no, like you literally just like say someone like calls Danny Ainge and he's like, What do you want for Jalen Brown? like Nothing. Like, just nothing. Like, I'm not getting rid of him. Like, like, we won't know what he's saying behind the scenes, but there is no doubt in my mind that when someone called, because someone definitely called for Jalen Brown for a big deal, and he said no. Like, we probably could have got Harden.
2: And it probably was
1: Jalen Brown, and he probably said no. Like, I'm just saying. probably
2: was Jalen Brown there. It was definitely Jalen Brown when um, Miles Turner was being traded. Yeah. And there was no
1: chance we would have done that. Not
2: when he was being traded. Well, there was talks of him getting moved, and that I would have been very upset.
1: Yeah, no, that that would have been that would have been so sad. I'm actually gonna
2: nothing would have made me like happy about
1: that at all. Yeah, no, that like if we got rid of JB, I would have been so sad because like why would we he's so young he's 24 like we have two young superstars in the making so once they are in their prime we are bound to win a ship
2: yeah i think we're just playing
1: we're just playing time once once our time is here we're winning a ship mm-hmm. so just got right. yeah but uh that's gonna wrap up the uh nba section um also i said jabari parker was gonna have a good game he didn't really do much i mean he did he did a good amount he was like all right um but i actually have uh breaking news um from earlier today i totally forgot to talk about it but the nfl has officially um approved the 2021 playing rules and bylaws so they have added seven new rules okay. so I said we get into them um Number one, by by the competition committee uh, to amend Rule 16 to eliminate overtime in the preseason. Okay. That's <laughs> so <laughs> a as solid now. move. Yeah. Also by the competition committee to amend Rule 6, Section 1, Article 3 for one year only to establish a maximum number of players in the step-up zone. Okay. I don't know what that means. Uh, what by competition here? committee coaches <laughs> subcommittee and the Baltimore Ravens to amend rule 15 section 3 article 9 and rule 19 section 2 to permit the replay official and designated members of the officiating department to provide certain objective information to the on-field official. So like that's like different like you know how um I think I think this is what it means. Say like you go for replay for like a uh, offsides or whatever, or no, not, not an offside. Say like a, like a pass interference, but someone was offsides. Yeah. So maybe I think that's what that means, but I'm not sure. Um, Rule these rules suck, by the way, I don't know why I'm like actually reading them off Uh, rule five by Chicago to amend rule 11 section three article three to ensure the enforcement of all accepted penalties committed by either team during successive try attempts. I didn't anything? even know. I didn't even know that wasn't a rule. Wait, what does that mean? So, like, um, like all accepted penalties during like a try, say like a field goal or a PAT. Um, say if there was a penalty, you like have to like actually like ensure that there is enforcement, so like it actually happens. So oh, like oh, I, ensure, I okay, like what you said. Ensure that, that you then. accept it or deny it.
2: Oh, I didn't even know that was like not a thing.
1: That exactly the same. So good, good job, Chicago. Um, this one's by the Rams uh, that they accepted to amend Rule Eight, uh, Section One, Article Two to add a loss of down for a second forward pass from behind the line and for a pass thrown after the ball returns behind the line. Damn, sure. the Rams are getting a little cheeky on that. They want to add a loss of down. Not a that big like fan hurts of that one.
2: Them like the most.
1: Yeah, because they're like, they're, like, they're the ones that would do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're a dumbass. Okay, Um. and finally, by the Kansas City Chiefs to amend Rule 5, Section 1, Article 2, to expand jersey number options for certain positions, which we have heard for, like, the past month, Um. everybody's getting their own jersey number.
2: <laughs> That's nice. See some, like, college numbers out there again.
1: Yeah. um. And then there's one more, but I don't really know what it means um oh no it's just about tryouts okay all right that's fine so those are the new NFL rules for this season um that was probably the most boring thing I don't even know why I put it in the podcast it was nice to but know anyways at, yeah we're not looking at much so uh moving on oh I just kicked my <laughs> moving on to the MLB uh short MLB section the Sox uh beat the Blue Jays last night and they were playing the Blue Jays again tonight and then they have a four game stint with the mayor, not the Mariners. With the Mariners, yeah, the Mariners. Yes, the we're Mariners going to the game. Um, we're currently sitting at eleven and six. Best record in the AL. Not the best record in the MOB, though. That belongs to the Los Angeles Dodgers. I honestly have no complaints, so I really have nothing to talk about in the MLB.
2: Yeah. Um, go socks, honestly. Like the boys are rolling. That's all we like to see.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, moving on. Um, to the NHL section we have power rankings shout out puck culture as always um, in this week's power rankings there is only one team that has stayed in the same position and it is not our Mr. Consistence at the bottom of the lineup it is number 16 the Montreal Canadiens um, so that means our 31 30 29 and 28 are all shaken up
2: everything is shaken up I'm genuinely shocked i I didn't really want to ruin it for myself. I usually like to like keep a surprise here. I usually just read like the top thing, but they actually did. Uh-huh. They we kept we kept the the trend of they're adding something every week. We have one of these, so the plus is the toughest remaining schedule stretch for each team. Um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to whoever made this. Uh, really, just felt like bringing back the word doozy. Doozy. Yep. Uh So we'll we'll go down to the thirty-one in uh 31 club basically uh the 30s club we got the new jersey devils at 31 previously ranked 27 and um the entire rest of their schedule is a doozy uh just for you guys to know um they trade away a bunch of players at the dread the trade deadline wow and um has just won one game since march 30th which is very bad that is really bad they like almost play like a game a day like Yeah. That's like that's like tough to do.
1: But I mean Yeah, that's like a long time.
2: They gotta be in close connect with the senators because they were in the same role.
1: Yeah. So we'll probably see them at thirty one again next week. Um at thirty we got the Buffalo Sabres previously at thirty one. Um what what even is their toughest stretch? The Sabres have yet to win a game this season against either the Bruins or the Islanders. Buffalo faces Boston and New York in a four games <laughs> and six days stretch. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, we'll see you. Uh,
2: we'll see you at thirty or probably even thirty one. I guarantee you.
1: Yeah, we'll probably the they'll probably, probably be winning before that
2: either. Um, and then at twenty nine, <laughs> we got the Ducks, previously ranked at thirty. They got Vegas and L A. Um. Let's see. They got a six-day daunting road trip featuring two daunting. games in St. Louis and two games in Minnesota. Damn. So they got some tough games out there. I don't yeah. know. I mean, we're not seeing them anytime yeah. soon. Not too worried about them.
1: Right. And then to wrap up our bottom, uh, we have the Ottawa Senators who are actually moving up in the world. They're now at 28. We're at 29. Um and they are saying that their worst uh, remaining schedule stretch is their final road trip at Winnipeg on May 8th, at Calgary on May 9th. Uh, that's it. That like the, Just those two games apparently are their worst stretch of games.
2: <laughs> so, like, does that mean, like, all the other games are, like, just a little bit less worse than those two like, games? I mean, or, like... I guess. Like, I don't <laughs> –
1: like yeah, I don't know what they were games. thinking there.
2: Like literally, every other team had like weeks of schedule. I know, I know, like about. six games. <laughs> yeah, and
1: then those just have two.
2: What has even? Um also random, but um, the Red Wings were actually um, they moved out of the club by a few. Actually, they're twenty six now, twenty eight. Um, I don't really think it matters with their schedule at the end of the season. No,
1: honestly, couldn't care less.
2: Yeah, it doesn't
1: really. But uh, matter. let's let's move up to uh the top where everybody actually cares. Um well, do you want number 1 or would you like me to start?
2: Um I'll take number 1. um Go we want it. number 1. None other than the Vegas Golden Knights. Shout out Puck, Shout Culture. Up Puck Culture. We are back at the top again. Um their toughest stretches two games against the Avalanche. Um of course it is I'd because <laughs> it's just always the Avalanche which yep. is perfect.
1: Yep. Speaking of the Avalanche, coming in at number two, we have the Avalanche. And the Avalanche resume uh, play against COVID-19, and they'll face St. Louis twice at home, and then they'll go to the Golden Knights for two games. And that will most likely determine who comes in first in the West Division.
2: So we're seeing playoff hockey before playoff.
1: We will be seeing playoff hockey before playoff hockey between the Avalanche and the Knights. I said Avalanche so much in that
2: um next we have at number three the carolina hurricanes they were previously ranked six so now they're in the top five which is um pretty interesting and we actually got oh my god what is going on with the hurricanes um so they're tough stretch (laughs) wait wait wait
1: wait can you can you just read it can you just read the blurb that they gave us so
2: this is like not even English, but we'll move. Uh, the toughest remaining stretch for the Hurricanes. You're looking at it. The Canes are on a six-game, eight-day road swing that has taken from Tampa Bay to Florida. It ends <laughs> with a back-to-back in Dallas. What does no, that even it's a, like? M-
1: it's mean? really ta- I know. I know they mean Tampa Bay to like the Panthers, but I love how they say like it has taken them from Tampa Bay to Florida when Tampa Bay is literally in Florida.
2: Like, how is that such a terrible road swing? Yeah, it's like not a bad
1: road swing. It's like an hour it's, drive. Yeah, like they're not, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, like you literally moved, like five feet.
2: Like if if anything from Florida to Dallas is like the worst one, but like, so pretty much even, like that bad.
1: Pretty much what they're saying is they have like an easy schedule to wrap out. Even though like Tampa and Florida are top ten, like not a bad schedule to wrap it out. But yeah, uh, they're, speaking they're of Tampa, good to stay up there. Speaking of Tampa, we have them coming in at number four. We're transitioning very nicely in these power rankings right now. Uh, previously at five, um, the teams that have posted a 500 record or better against the lightning this season are Columbus in Florida, along with Carolina. Tampa Bay finishes out the season at the Panthers with a two game road set, which should be a
0: good one.
2: Yeah. Uh, next we got the Ranked number five, the Maple Leafs, who were previously ranked four. So it looks like they're slipping out of the top five, the, which is
1: a rare sight here. The Lightning and the Leafs are literally always next to each other.
2: Yeah, they just follow each other around the power rankings. Um, I'm just going to give you guys the blurb. The, the Maple Leafs have been in control of the North Division with the Jets as their closest challenger. Toronto plays Winnipeg three more times, all on the road, including two games this week. Is that even like oh. a bad road swing? Like, like not at all. <laughs> Like, literally, not at all. I don't, I'm not really familiar with my Canadian. uh,
1: Like, Winnipeg's literally 14 in the power rankings.
2: That's not even a bad Mm. trip either. I mean, they got to Air Canada, two hours and 35 minutes. So, yeah.
1: Like, I mean, Air
2: Canada's getting you there before the game. That's all you got to get there for. (laughs) So, that's all it matters.
1: Yeah. So, that wraps out our uh, top five, but. You know, we can't leave out our beloved Bruins previously at thirteen, but they are once again moving up, almost cracking the top ten. They are at eleven. Uh, just this week they play uh Buffalo twice, which should be two dubs, and then they play Pittsburgh. Um, but let's see who they say for our toughest uh game stretch. Um Boston hosts the Islanders on May 10th, a team against which it has gone two and three, then must travel to Washington for a game against the Capitals the next day. That actually That's facts. That's, that's a good one right there. Even though it's two games, you play a tough team in the Islanders on May 10th. And then the very next day you have to travel and then play the Capitals. That's, that was probably the best one that I've read so far. That's like a rough one. Like, even though it's not that many games, that's that's a tough two games right there. Like, They're i going to be like them. the most good job
2: games for us, honestly. That's a, a way to you
1: know me. what? That got me like really hyped. That's a way to end power rankings right there from uh, yeah, Emily Kaplan. She did a very good job on the Bruins section this week, so thank yeah. you, Emily. Shout out Emily Kaplan, good job on the B's,
2: good job bringing yeah. back Doozy, and oh, um, damn. shout out Puck Culture,
1: mm-hmm. yep, shout out Puck Culture, and uh, just want to give you guys a quick update on our record we are 25, 12, and 6. Uh, the Bruins are, and this week we just play the Buffalo Sabers. So <laughs> have we played the Buffalo Sabers for literally the Buffalo, the Buffalo Sabers for like literally the
2: last two weeks? I feel like we haven't played anyone else.
1: Yeah, no, we've only played the Sabers, and it's awesome.
2: Taylor Holler said, "Let's just yeah. get out of Buffalo Sabers to go play the Buffalo Sabers."
1: Yeah, just to like, yeah, I know. He, he's like, let me get. I've been playing against the Bruins the whole time, so let me just go to them so I can like win now.
2: Yeah, he's like, can I get some reps on the bees for a little bit? Because it's a little boring. Yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, shout-out puck culture. That's going to wrap up our NHL section. Moving on to our final section, which is soccer talk. Uh, twice in one week, it has been a crazy week in the soccer world. Um, and it is finally coming to an end as the Somehow. Super League – is no longer a thing it started off pretty much just by all of the um british premier league teams pulling out uh i want to say man city started it and um, Man you i think i think i think it was arsenal, or was it city? was it arsenal arsenal um just a quick uh, rest in peace
2: to the super league um april 18th to uh april 20th they lasted yeah. a solid not even two days honestly but you you can't even lie. It was a scary two days of the soccer world. Like, everything was in shambles. Not even, like, the soccer world. Like, everyone who, like, just was, like, talking sports in general just was just – everything was just confusing and just, like, a mess. Yeah. No idea. No one had any clue
1: what was going on. Right. Literally, because I made the notes for the pod yesterday while I was in class, um, and – like, the Super League was still a thing. And then today, when we went to record, it's just not a thing anymore.
2: Yeah, and a lot of people were talking about, like, they actually kind of wanted it to happen if they could clear it. Right. So for, like Because people are mad that UEFA and FIFA, like, declined them to have the extension.
1: fact Because, like,
2: it just shows that, like, because,
1: like, the whole Monopoly situation here, because that's literally what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like, it would have been sick all 12 of those clubs if they could play on like weekend or weekdays and then go back and play in their actual league on weekends and just say screw the Champions League but like FIFA and UEFA just didn't allow that which kind of fucking sucks and then like I feel once... like
2: if they just took up like the Europa League instead and then just like exactly made those teams go into the Champions like, League because like let's
1: be honest let's be honest will like even though man U is in the Europa League nobody cares about Europa League that's literally the NIT of the only people that care about the Europa League are the people who are actually fans of that team
2: yeah like if like like I still would like to I still enjoy watching Champions League games because I'm seeing teams that I'll never be able to watch and it's just like interesting
1: Mm -hmm. yeah no it's like it would have been so easy and like there's I don't know why they just didn't let them do it and like make everything happy and like let let the team stay in the league, and it really had to like get out of hand like that. It it would just showed how much like how similar FIFA is to th- this is literally the closest possible comparison, FIFA in the NCAA. Literally the same, the same thing. thing. Anything that they try to
2: change literally goes right down the drain. If it involves them
1: losing literally a cent, they're like Mr. Krabs, bro. Like, they will not let it happen.
2: Yeah, no, and it's, like, terrible, too, because, like, that guy, well, I mean, I can't really, like, say that he was doing the right thing, but, like, in terms of, like, for the fans' perspective, but, like, what he was trying to do was, so I guess all those teams that joined, they were on pace to be, like, broke, by the time the new champions league rules come out in 2025. So he already knew that that was going through two days before that it went through. So that's why he decided to push this whole super league thing out there was okay. So we have the super league for like what, two, three years, they get their money back up and you know what, we can just end it because it's not that important. It's not that. Yeah. And then we can keep it going. That's the only reason why he wanted to do it. And then, you know what, like, even if they did, why not have both the Champions League and the Super League?
1: Yeah, that's facts. Like that, it would have just been simple. They like, are,
2: they already play like every day, anyways. So yeah, and I mean, I mean, travel I mean, like, is the only thing that stinks. But like, there's always someone playing.
1: Right, and like, say like those twelve teams don't play in the Champions League. Like, I know those are twelve of like the best teams, but like, there's still like really good clubs in the in Europe that could be in the champions league and it would still be competitive and it would still be like great players and teams playing. Yeah.
2: And they would, and like, I think the whole idea was that the teams that like, because they're taking up 12 best teams. So the teams that would be left who could honestly use the money from winning a champions league would then be able to make that league more competitive. Cause right now it's really not actually competitive. Like we're seeing those 12 teams win more often than we don't see them
1: win. right exactly and then like I mean even if um even if they did not allow them in it then it would like I mean I guess you could see like PSG and then Bayern and maybe even Dortmund if Holland stays which I doubt it like I mean I guess you could see them like just steady making runs at the Champions League but I still don't even feel like that's the case Like, because there's some probably there's still some more money,
2: yeah. Or like even go somewhere else to play, literally just to help another team, or like
1: exactly. There's there was like a very very good situation where if everything went smoothly, every single club involved, not even just in the Super League, but the clubs that could now make the Champions League would have made so much more money.
2: Yeah, because they're expanding the Champions League. So right now they're gonna so like in 2025, I think it is it's essentially actually what the super league is that's literally what it is so they're playing the first two rounds normal schedule and then Mm -hmm. after the first two rounds so like the actual like knockout games like what's going on right now are being played like that yeah so they're not playing like group stage they're just getting rid of the group stage and having them play as a league And then I think they're reseeding them or something. I don't know. That was very confusing how they like said it, but like, that's like the gist of it, I would say. Right.
1: Yeah, no. So, I mean, all in all, it didn't happen. Uh, It was funny to watch Twitter explode for two days as it actually kind of does often when something like that happens. Um, But yeah, I don't really have anything else to add on to it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, so that's gonna wrap up the soccer section, and that is also going to wrap up the uh, episode. So hope you guys enjoyed as always. Uh, have a good weekend and peace. Peace. Six nine feet straight cut them off. Fuck on broke like Jop. Fuck, fuck that dog like Vic. Not that rock that pit. Pot manger down my sock. Can't hold my glories. Yeah, I don't really like that,
0: that shit.